0: Star Trek Companion, this is episode 265. I'm your host, Brian Williams. I'm Adam Caesar.
1: I'm Stephen Embry.
0: And today we're discussing Star Trek Discovery's first
1: season episodes, The Wolf Inside and Vaulting Ambition. Here we go. The Wolf Inside, season one, episode 11. Original release date, January 14th, 2018. Directed by T.J. Scott, written by Lisa Randolph. Guest cast include Wilson Cruz as Dr. Hugh Colber, James Frain as Sarek. Michelle Yeoh as Philippa Georgiou, Emily Coots as Kayla Detmer, Riley Gilchrist as Shukar, Julianne Grossman as Discovery Computer, Devin McDonald as Service Engineer, Ali Malman as Cameron Gant, Dwayne Murphy as Captain Maddox, Tassia Valenza as Shinzo Computer, Chris Violette as Rich Wheaton, and Romaine Waite
2: as Troy Genuzzi. <laughs> The ISS Shinzo is given the coordinates of the resistance leadership and ordered to kill them all. But Burnham and Tyler travel as a landing party and surrender to the resistance in hopes of learning how the Klingons of this universe have learned to work with other species. They find that the mirror Volk is their leader. Listening to Volk triggers Tyler's PTSD and he has to be restrained. Meanwhile, on Discovery, Tilly works on restoring Stannis' neural functions. I've analyzed the scans of his neurological function. The hyperactivity of the white matter within his brain has increased at an alarming rate. It's redirected blood flow almost exclusively to the frontal polar cortex.
1: rendering all other segments of the brain essentially non-functional.
2: This wasn't a murder. This was an unfortunate consequence of an adult mind trying to reach beyond a cloud of confusion. We are losing him, Commander, and fast.
1: The lieutenant's health is in the hands of our medical officers.
2: Medicine isn't working. This is a spore issue, which means no one is more qualified to treat him than I am. All
0: right, so this is another episode where I'm I'm really confused and uh Steve, you're our resident fixer. Um so so Burnham is still hiding herself. She's been there a while, maybe, and Trying to get information about the Defiant, which still seems overly and needlessly complicated and pointless to me, but okay. And then eventually she chooses to go down to the surface uh, so that she can uh, talk to the Klingon resistance leader. Because her best course to seek peace in our universe is to find it in this one and... Okay, I need to stop now and just let you uh, explain it all to me.
1: They just, they're just making up excuses to do these things, right? So it's like, I I think the grand scheme of things, she wants to save some lives, but then they throw in that whole bit uh, kind of out of left field with the... uh, if we make peace here, we discover how to make peace. That was, a, that was the biggest stretch of the whole thing. It's like, how, how doing any of that are you, is going to give you some kind of key to finding peace or beating Klingons or whatever you want to do in your own universe. So that was, that was totally goofy. I mean, if they were just stuck with maybe we can save some lives if I find some excuse to talk to him and get him out of here, that's simple enough. But yeah, that's, that's kind of the thing it, there's, it's so convoluted. There's so much convoluted stuff in this. And then you add on the, um, I don't know. In my notes, I think, I think when this is the one where I was thinking the first half, I'm just feeling like there's so much just jabber, jabber, jabber on and on and on of talk, talk, talk. And it's just goofy stuff and it doesn't go anywhere. That's, that's what I remember from this is, is some, is, is a lot of talk, a lot of very abstract stuff that doesn't make me really feel much of anything. And then you get into a convoluted plot and that whole bit on the planet, um, just to lead up to the whole big, Oh, it's the Emperor! Big shocker. Like we didn't think it'd be her. You know, that's kind of what I felt about it. <laughs> uh, Adam, what are your first
0: thoughts here?
2: Um, yeah, so they're on this long path, trying to f- you know, trying to figure out what how the you know the Defiant from um, you know Enterprise got there, and it's really a long winding path. You can't, re- you don't really know how long she's been there. It's it sounds like two days, but it could be longer, and it's kind of dragging on, and they kind of have the whole montage thing. So it seems like a lot of time has gone by that they've been on the Shinzu, especially because, you know, in her, nar- you know, in her logs, her narration, she's talking about how, like, she's slipping into this, you know, evil version of herself. Um, and then obviously out of, I don't know where we get this, um, like Steve, I don't know where we get this resistance that they have to go kill. And then they're going to decide to go, um, you know, you know, see if they can, you know, figure out how they made, how these people made peace, which it, the concept of it, you know, like, yeah, I mean, I get the concept like, you know, okay, you have the Klingons, Vulcans and all these other races that don't get along in um, the Prime Universe are all kind of have like this this kind of Federation thing going. So if they, th- I think if they would have just stuck with that and been more, you know, just been more focused on like what they were, you know, trying to do there, um, you know, and I know we're going to get into Lorca um, and this podcast and what he's all about, but at the same time, it's still kind of weird oh we're just gonna leave you in this torture chamber for God only knows how long um you know obviously you know after we get done with the next episode we're gonna be like, yeah, I deserved it, but um it it's still kind of weird at this point um you know, and then we get in the into the into the Tyler stuff um. I don't really, you know, I don't know what they did to him. I don't know if he's a combination of Volk and, you know, the original Tyler. You know, it's not even, yeah, clear I still that.
0: don't understand that. I still, he literally says it and I'm like, nope, don't follow. Right. Are so they- you Volk or are you Tyler? i um, don't understand are you tyler yeah. with volk stuff or are you Volk with tyler stuff i it's, don't understand i don't
1: understand yeah, it's definitely what the volk wtv
2: because <laughs> <laughs> it's like you know they cr- you know they met, they kind of describe it as like you know they crammed volk into tyler right because there's there's clearly two individuals volk and tyler um and then there's a bunch of surgery that seems completely right. unnecessary the next volk-
1: episode they make a statement that's the best description of what it is in terms of actually a a statement that says, here's what we did, but yeah, it's, it's a mess. I mean, at best you try to visualize and it's like, okay, is he kind of a shell and they stuffed him in like, you know, I don't know.
2: You know, the, the stamus stuff is interesting. Um, You know, the, you know, he's in the spore thing, you know, we find that out kind of towards the end of the episode, but it's, it's kind of cool to see Tilly working, working the problem and trying to save him that kind of feels more traditional Trek, you know, helping the crewmate, you know, so the stuff on Discovery seemed seemed normal to me, but the one question I have, so when um when Tyler turns into Volk and he goes crazy and they have to execute him and they beam him off the ship, and I'm like, what? How is Discovery in the area and, and the Shinsu when the scene seen it? It was just yeah, I wrote that in my notes I'm like, didn't make sense when they you know when they beamed um, Tyler yeah. off the ship. And, we talked um,
1: about that too, and I kind of just you have to assume there was some big secret talk like uh, several minutes prior or something. Yeah. Well, you can, but I mean, yeah, because they're picking up that the data
0: thing too, yeah, right? But I, so I, she must have, see, you know, secretly told them, "Here's the plan for you to get this data, and I'm going to put it on." I I agree. There should have been something there, or he, yeah, even no, just I, a line about it afterward. But it, it is confusing, yeah.
2: But my question is, like, how could Discovery be so close to Shinzo and not? And them know, not know? But, yeah.
0: Oh, uh, we didn't tell you that Discovery has a cloaking device. <laughs> yeah, the whole scene where. Tyler just starts freaking out when they're meeting with Valk, which by the way, did he play that actor Latif? Did he play both
1: parts in that scene? Well, I would assume like the, the close things where he's talking, he went ahead and did both. And then it just had the double when they're both standing mm-hmm. there, but
2: when which the makeup is so yeah. heavy.
1: How would anyone, I mean, <laughs> yeah, that's true. When he freaks
0: out, it's like, what the hell is going on here? Okay. And then he suddenly attacks this person. That they're trying to get, incredibly value information about how to achieve universal peace and i just thought gosh if only burnham had some way of knowing that he was unstable perhaps she (laughs) wouldn't have brought him on this important mission
1: it's you know they have a 15 strikes you're out policy
2: (laughs) (laughs) i want a job there and and let's just go back you know you know that whole scene Volks explaining to her like you know how why they came to this you know how they formed this union it's i don't know it seemed like just wasted time to me because it didn't really help at all But well, yeah i mean tyler tyler's
0: in the scene when the one thing i do like i like that they didn't draw you know because they start at the beginning it's like oh uh stamets must have killed Colbert, you know and what's going on i like they didn't draw that out you know that lasted one it lasted just this one episode by the end of this episode everybody knows that it was tyler that killed colbert i i like that they did that that they, you know, made that clear to everyone. But that sequence when he's admitting that he's valk to Burnham, I don't know, it it it's not scary because I'm still not really sold on well, the entire story in general, but I'm definitely I'm not sold on his performance. It's not it's not creepy or anything. I, it it seems like everything feels shallow, like it's being hidden behind fast cutting and sound effects, <laughs> quick little zooms or pushes or something. I don't know. I didn't necessarily think it worked. And then it doubles down on not working when Tyler admits that he's Volk and he admits that like he sacrificed himself and he did all these things. And I, And again, this is the same stuff I said last time. And maybe it's him before that. Why? I don't understand the point of all of it. In the next episode, Laurel kind of implies that it was part of their plan to help them win the war. Again, I don't see how that works, but yeah, I don't know.
2: Yeah, we will get in because, yeah, I mean, I can see, you know, them wanting to put a spy into Starfleet, but, um, you know, how would they know? They didn't know about Discovery. But they the didn't.
0: It was just the two of them cooked up yeah. this
1: idea, right?
2: Yeah. Because
1: yeah. none of the other Klingons knew about it. Right. Well, I mean, as we kind of already talked, this season it had at least one convoluted plot point too many, you know, I mean, it, it, you kind of see it coming and it's, it's fun to have twists and stuff, but you've got to have a, a reason and it's got to, a legitimate payoff if it's just some kind of strange you know mechanism that's just because it's it's convoluted and strange but just for that just for doing it that's not enough you know i would have sacrificed this one the whole tyler balk thing or whatever that would have been yeah. the one you could get rid of it uh we didn't know that G- Giorgio was the
0: emperor right that was, I mean, it was held to the end of the episode. It was a surprise. Correct, correct. you're right. That was new information. Mm-hmm. Okay. Did that surprise you guys? No. I don't think so. Yeah, me neither. What's this episode about?
2: We've said this before, you know, it's kind of hard sometimes to really pinpoint it down, and they seem to have a lot of things going on in this episode. With not, To me, with not, with, with not a lot of direction. So on Discovery, you know, you have Tilly, you know, she's trying to save her you know trying to save Stamis um, I'm, str- I'm I'm reaching here by the way um I guess that parallels the a story with um Burnham you know trying to save um the rebels you know just acting humane in the face of um very bad odds that's what I'm gonna go with
1: yeah I think there's just there are just too many facets to really narrow down something yeah I mean I agree that there there are things like uh, you know, i mean you know it, it's it's like if they would have if they would have focused it on okay uh you know uh, burnham is trying to back up tyler and you know some you know T- Tilly's trying to back up stamets or filling like some kind of thing like that but it's just all over the place right i mean you have that going on but you also a lot of the episodes are devoted toward uh, the decision to go down to this planet the you know and try to save some lives and then you've got the Tyler going nuts and fighting himself, and it's just too much. I mean that you can't you can't say what what how could that all tie together in any kind of cohesive fashion? It's like they're just trying to all these things they wanted to throw out there at some point during the season. they're doing it all here. so I don't know you know it's, not, yeah, it's certainly just the a low point here, I think one of the yeah. lower points here.
2: It's just the nature of kind of how they do television now. you're gonna have these episodes that kind of just push the story along but don't necessarily add anything to well, it like
0: steve was saying earlier even even with that it feels like they're really making stuff up and and reaching as far as you know there's just so much pointless stuff i, I gotta say i really i think this episode's kind of a mess and one of the weaker episodes of the season uh the next episode is better we're going to talk about it in a second if nothing else it's got michelle yo and she's so great that she elevates anything she's in but I think this episode is just, is a mess and I think it's not good.
2: You know, in hindsight, I would have preferred they did stop, you know, it feels like they wasted a whole episode getting to Giorgio. I think they should have just got to her, you know, a lot sooner. And then we could, they could have had a lot more fun with that.
0: By the, well, we'll talk about the next, but by the end of the next episode, it's like, okay, well, so that you don't kill me, here's the truth. We're actually from the, uh, the universe or whatever. And it just totally defeats, all the buildup of we need to remember the the, the montage of them like faking that that we're going to be they're going to think we're the real ship in this universe we're going to learn to act bad and or whatever you know that it, it it's episodes plural of pointlessness you know this yeah. just turned did, and this is this, like the, this is the peak of it this yeah, didn't,
1: didn't this season have a situation where they thought they were gonna do so many and then they did more than they thought i mean i don't that's know that's true they they that now we got to slow things down and do some mm-hmm. filler i mean and this this feels like a lot of filler i mean maybe yeah. that's this was the consequence mm-hmm. of some of that i don't know all right let's do six
0: degrees for the wolf inside Steve, what is Terran Empire General Order 4?
1: Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, I remember them speaking of that. Um, you don't have to get it word for word, but close. I mean, it's and something like obliterate all life on the planet or something. Well, but why? Because uh, they're not uh, complying with what we want them to do. Well, I don't remember for real. General
0: Order 4 of the Terran Empire relates that... Uh, states that any race deemed a threat to the empire is to be destroyed hmm a threat should you get that point or not probably not adam
2: i'll give it to him look at that we're we're not playing for money
0: oh i forgot to tell you guys
1: (laughs) all right steve has one moving on Vaulting Ambitions, Season 1, Episode 12. Original release date, January 21st, 2018. Directed by Hanel M. Culpepper, written by Jordan Nardino. Guest cast include Mary Chippo as Laurel, Wilson Cruz as Dr. Hugh Colber, Sam Asante as Senior Guard, Jeremy Crittenden as Lord Ealing, Raven Duda as Dr. Pollard, Billy McClellan as Barlow, Dwayne Murphy as Captain Maddox, Tasia Valenza as Shinjo Computer, and Marie Ward as Junior Guard.
2: Burnham and Lorca are summoned to the ISS Chiron, the Imperial flagship. Emperor Giorgio sends Lorca to a torturous agony booth and has dinner with Burnham. Meanwhile, Stannis finds himself within the mycelial network with the consciousness of his mirror counterpart and learns from a... Representation of Doc Holber that the network has been corrupted by the nearest Amos experiments. All hail her most imperial majesty, mother of the fatherland, overlord of Vulcan, Dominus of Kronos, Regina Andor. All hail the Emperor, Philippa, Giorgio, Augustus, Iaponius Centarius.
1: All, All hail the Emperor!
0: Adam, kick us off on this one.
2: Yeah. I think when, you know, coming from the last episode, this one, this one's by far the better of the two. It's, it's it's more organized. It's more entertaining. It makes a little bit more sense. Um, You know, we get the, we start finding out what's going on with Stamus. You know, we've had, you know, you know what, two or three episodes now where he's kind of been unconscious, find out that he's in the mycelial network and um, his mirror counterpart is there too. And obviously, you know, you know, as an audience, you know this guy's not going to be good. He, he seems good at first, but I like how they, you kind of do that because Stannis has no idea that this guy is good or bad because he hasn't experienced any part of the mirror universe. So I kind of like that interplay that they have between the two two of them. Um, obviously, as an audience, we know it's, he's not a good guy, but um, it, it was kind of cool to see that. Um, I like the Culber stuff, but I don't, I don't understand why he's there. To be honest, um, I mean, maybe that gets explained more um, down the road, but I mean, you know, he he was, you know, he was murdered by Tyler in sick bay. I mean, you know, he wasn't like in the in the chamber. The, you know, there was nothing to to me to, that says, you know, he, you know, there should be spores that should keep him around. I don't know. Is it basically based on Stannis's mem- memory of him, or is he actually in there? I, um, it was confusing to me. That being said, I mean, you know, they did have good scenes, and I do like the character Colbert. But, you know, we, Brian, we all vented about this the other, you know, in the last show, you know, when he was killed, we all thought it was kind of pointless and, you know, skip an episode and he's back. Um, and obviously in the second season, you know, we see him come back permanently. Michelle Young, she's great. I I, I really enjoyed her as um, playing Captain Giorgio, you know, a good, you know. You know, stereotypical Starfleet captain. Thought she was really good at that. I kind of, when I was first watching that, I kind of felt cheated because I'm like, oh, because she was only in a couple, you know, few, uh, only basically one, ep- one or two episodes. With that being said, um, Amro Giorgio is is a lot of fun, and um, the character is going to be a lot of fun moving forward. She gets to play this really dark evil character that we all love so it's um i'm sure she enjoyed playing it and i enjoyed watching it and obviously at the end we we finally get the the Lorca reveal and we find out that he's actually from this universe and he's been kind of he's been playing burnham the whole time which was a neat twist and you know maybe we get we'll get into Lorca more obviously here and you know in the, the next episode when we see what happens to him but I think I mentioned this in the last podcast. I've re- that's this is the one character that I've enjoyed a lot more the second time around is the Lorca character. Um, just the subtleties and the depth and the way Jason plays him. Um, and I do remember when he finally go I always wish that we would see him come back. Um, but we can get into that um, obviously in the next couple of podcasts when we find out what happens to him.
0: Yeah, one person you didn't mention whose performance I really liked in this episode is uh, Doug Jones. Isn't right? That's Asaru. Uh, uh, he's he's great i mean he's really good and in this episode in particular those scenes when he comes up when he comes to laurel and asks for her help his line deliveries they have such weight without him like pushing i don't know he's he i think he's really good i I really like him a lot
2: you know he's kind of it's kind of where you know when you watch season two and three you know he's a very prominent character and it's kind of you know in this first half of the season he's kind of He's not. You're not quite sure if he's like going to be an A character or a B character, but I mean, I um, yeah, he's really good, and I agree with you, Brian. It you know, helps here that it.
0: that for the same reasons that in the future seasons he he has more. Of course, here Lorca is not on the ship,
1: right? so he's kind of
0: he's in command. Yeah, uh, Steve, your first thoughts on Baltic ambition.
1: Yeah, I think I I enjoyed this episode overall. I don't think it's like fantastic, but I mean, anything after that last thing we saw, but it's, I mean, I think, I think the key to these episodes when you have seasons that are, you know, by its nature, it's just continuing viewing this in, in our current era of watching television is that you still have to have some element that's in the forefront that is a beginning and an end to it. I think that to me that, that makes for a better episode or so at least in an the previous invasion. episode
0: today lacked that. Yeah. Yes. Yes. I mean, yeah. the
1: closest thing in that last episode was the whole going down to the planet, but it really, in, in terms of the amount of the episode, it was not much of it. Right. They try to make it a big thing, but it was, it was wonky and they're all over the place. But anyway, yes, with the, with this one, I mean, you have, um, you have, you have, the, the the you know you're going over to the big ship we're meeting them there's the whole interplay with uh you know Giorgio and burnham and so on and so forth and so yeah i i i like that um you know one thing with with Lorca, and this is one of those things that i kind of saw coming too is one, the one thing i was disappointed with is how they did the reveal i mean it feels kind of like shallow like oh anticlimactic right light woohoo you know i mean like like that gave it all away like that was the big thing you know like why wouldn't if you were gonna put it all together right now talking to her why wouldn't some of this but it was kind of like i had no idea until just now and something about the bright light and you put it all together that was a little goofy and and so on but anyway oh you know again i I do like that character so it's cool and you know we could see him again right in strange new worlds we could see the the prime lorca sure it could happen
0: that wouldn't be any fun though
1: no, probably not. Well, you know, unless they make him a total goofy dude, like just make just like one comic character, one episode or something. It's like, man, that's a disappointment. But, uh, um, but yeah, I, I, there's 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 a lot to like here, and it it moves it moves things forward, and you and and it's different, and yet there is a beginning and an end, and so, um, yeah, I, I I dug this episode pretty well.
2: Yeah, Steve, I, I agree with you. You know, it didn't take much for Giorgio to convince Burnham that he was. Not a good guy. You know, it didn't take a lot for her to connect the dots right, you know, right there. And it seems like as quickly as they did it, it seems like, well, you should have done this a lot sooner if it was this easy for you to put all this together in one second. Yeah. Yeah. I feel a
0: little bit like, I don't know, Burnham should have been a little bit more, I don't know, taken aback at, uh, Georgio's presence, even though she knows it's the Mirror Universe, Georgio and the Empress and all that. But this is, this was her mentor that she feels responsible for her death and to suddenly be. The very end of the previous episode, when you can see on her face that shock and stuff, uh, I feel like it's
1: already old hat. Ten minutes into this episode, I don't know. Yeah, I could see that. It was just they—they they could have used a little bit more, uh, a little bit of reactions here and there of her dealing with the uh, dealing with that whole how strange it was talking to her or whatever. But yeah, it did—it did feel very just like like nothing happened. So again, this is the episode so
0: where Laurel completely explains her invokes plan
2: she says he
0: will win this war
2: Mm -hmm. by being tyler
1: they they together decided they will win the war by um putting on a human shell sort of on a klingon while melding their consciences consciousness yeah Mm -hmm.
2: incredibly clear Mm-hmm.
1: And break. There's some breaking bones and organs involved too.
2: Yeah, they, they had to make his legs longer, right? Mm-hmm.
1: Which makes yes, no that, sense.
2: I'm like, that's, that's what it took over high. the top. That's not
0: a problem. I, mean, <laughs> I wouldn't understand their plan if it weren't for that part.
2: <laughs> hey, Brian. Should we tell the audience out there that this is the first time we're actually getting to see each other in a podcast? So, right yeah, ZenCaster
0: added the ability to see each other while still just recording audio. Uh, So for the first time in our decade of this podcast, we are looking at each other.
1: I wish they would have told me ahead of time so I could put some clothes on.
2: Yeah, (laughs) And and Steve and I have found out that Brian doesn't like to behave himself on camera.
0: (laughs) What is this episode about?
2: Can't trust what's what you're seeing, you know, and they have that going on with, with and his, and his mirror self because you know when he's in the mycelium, he seems perfectly trusting of his of his mirror self, and you know I guess it makes sense. You know if you ran into yourself in a in a mystical plane, you know why wouldn't why wouldn't you trust that person? So, but you know we find out he finds out through Doctor Culber that you know he can't trust this guy. and He needs to wake up to you know basically try and save the day. You know, and then on the other side, you know because the A story, you know, we find out about you know. Burnham finds about out about Lorca. You know, these things that these things that sh- should have been obvious to her were not up until that that very point. So I mean, there's I think that's a, there's that theme. You can't trust what you're seeing, and I guess they even have that going on with Emperor Giorgio. From an, initially, you think she's going to be this excuse me, this ruthless, murderous emperor, which she is, but um, she's not that way towards towards necessarily towards Burnham.
1: Yeah. You know, it's, it's, it's complicated because I, I agree there, there are these elements of, um, you kind of, we kind of all kind of create this shorthand on how we deal with other human beings, you know, and there's certain patterns and so forth. And then that kind of gets turned on its head sometime. And I think it's the, to an extent, it's the complexity of navigating um, that, I don't know, that dichotomy. It it's, it's in that you, you know, you, you, we basically get instincts on how do we deal with people, how we're used to dealing with certain people in certain circumstances. And then sometimes we see types, right? We see, okay, this is, this is like that person. This is what I'm used to, but that, that's not always exactly, that doesn't work every time, right? You have to, um, you know, uh, mitigate that with, um, the experience you have with those individuals and that, this kind of thing in science fiction you deal with in parallel universes and that kind of thing that you can't do in other, in other ways and, you know, and other media, I suppose. But yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. It's, it's, it's absolute solid, solid, you know, grounded episode in terms of what it's trying to say, but I think there's enough to make you think and enough to talk about that makes it interesting.
0: Yeah. You know, I, I definitely like the Giorgio stuff with her and Burnham that, scene of with the kelpian delicacy you know it they're just it they're, that kind of stuff is good in this episode uh the stamets stamets and colber that stuff is always great you know there there's enough good in here tyler doesn't randomly attack anybody except himself <laughs> which is okay with me so solid
2: well yeah even well you mentioned even the the klingon stuff in this episode wasn't bad because um you know the the scenes were were good and well performed
1: It'd be interesting to see the kind of the uncut you know footage of the stuff that they flash in front of your face you know for how did we make Vulcan into tyler and then you get this gruesome wacky of the
2: uh but you get some sex scenes in there yeah, yeah yeah totally- so
1: i mean that's the best of it you know we saw there really fast so <laughs>
0: All right, let's do Six Degrees for Vaulting Ambition. Steve has one. Adam? Yes. The title of this episode comes from good old Billy Shakespeare. I have no spur to prick the sides of my intent, but only Vaulting Ambition, which o'er leaps itself and falls on the other. This is from Act 1, Scene
2: 7 of what play? Shakespeare? Mm-hmm. Vaulting Ambition? I'm just going to say Hamlet. just going to guess.
1: No. Hamlet. Steve, how about Macbeth?
0: Shouldn't have given him that point. <laughs> no, it's a
2: shutout. <laughs> uh, well, still would have been a shutout. You would have had one. It's, know, it always does too I meant uh, sweep. <laughs> I oh know. yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't think there was
1: any Star Trek news this week. Did a Strange New World start filming oh, or yeah, something? Yeah, that, that
0: did. I, I think it had just started okay. when we last, but we, but we didn't know for sure, and now we know for sure that it is
1: filming. Yes. Uh, that, did you say Picard shooting too? Maybe is that what I heard? Maybe Picard's as well filming. Might
2: be
0: now. That it was supposed to start I mean. like a week or two later than Strange New Worlds, mm-hmm. maybe. Or it was. I think the re- I think they were waiting. This is conjecture entirely, but I think they were. I think Patrick Stewart wanted to
2: get his shots. <laughs> did I did I read that they they have a writer for another Trek film? Mm-hmm. I read that JJ's producing, and they have a writer yes. so far.
0: Yeah, I'll believe it uh, <laughs> when they're rolling the cameras. Probably not before that.
2: At least they're talking.
0: That uh, Voyager doc made by the people that did the DS9 doc, well, made by the same production company. I don't, I don't think uh, you know, like not like Ira Bear is involved or something. But mm-hmm. uh, it did get funded, so that'll be interesting. Otherwise, not a lot going on. You can. Follow us on Facebook. That's facebook.com slash Our Twitter handle is at trekcompanion. You can send us an email, trekcompanion at gmail.com. Thank you for spending an hour with us. And until next time, take it
1: easy. Bye, guys. See you.
2: Past passed it.